0: Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Just got back from California today. Had such a great time there at West Coast Life in Murrieta. We had two Sunday morning services. The people were so gung-ho and excited to, to hear about the coming of the Lord. It, I say it every week. It amazes me how people are getting more and more excited every time. Then we had the afternoon meeting over in Torrance, California, uh, that uh, West Coast Life there and on the what would you call it the western unit in torrance great time there they're in a new building and uh if you're anywhere in the raleigh north carolina area we'll be at cornerstone church in raleigh this weekend be the really the last meeting of the year for us so uh, that will be this Sunday will be there just Sunday morning only, and I'm looking forward to that so we 're coming to East week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord and specifically the gathering of nations for the ezekiel thirty eight war and man, the last two or three weeks there 's probably been more stuff happening for that gathering for what happens after the church leaves. So it's so blatant to see the players come into position on the field. It's like, wow, look at what is, is being set up. So we, we get into that because it shows us, because we know the rapture is signless. Second coming has tons of signs. I think there's up to about 75 or 76 signs of the second coming. But the rapture is signless, so we look at what's going to happen just after the rapture. And uh, it's pretty uh, right in front of your eyes what's going to happen. So I hear people say, well, you talk about the rapture. It's an escape theology, you know? Uh, it, it's a, it's a, an acceleration theology. As we, you see what's coming so closely, we have to do a lot more in a short period of time. So remember, Jesus never rebuked the crowd. He only rebuked him one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over again. The one time he rebuked the crowd over was, he said, you can tell what the weather's gonna be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. Man, this has been so much, and I'm gonna try to get to it. It may take me a little longer tonight, but we'll, we'll get into it. So, Oh, First of all, Iran, last Monday, as they came to the talks in Vienna, they pretty much said what I did, what I said they were going to do. They backed away from from the talks, not even to talk about negotiating on nuclear issues. And then that same day, we said this last week, the Iranian general said there won't be one millimeter of Israel left. So in the midst of that, uh, they boldly came out and said, our nuclear program is not for energy, it's for power and for nukes of, of mass destruction. So with that, them saying they're at the point of making a nuke, I, I said last week uh, Israel's going to have to do something. The next day last week, uh, there were some explosions at the nuclear facility in Natan. So Israel has all this stuff planted to keep them from doing that. So with that said, uh, Israel did an airstrike in Latakia a le- couple nights ago. Ago. Now, why is that a big deal? These shipping containers that were offloaded from ships in the port there of Latakia, Syria. It's a port city. Uh, Israel fired at them and explosions happened, and they they said people were shaking for miles at such big explosions. The amazing thing about this is that there's a Russian airbase in Latakia, too. So Israel's so bold to go, okay, you can't bring missiles this close to us and park them on our borders. So continually they're doing that. And what's amazing about that is remember we've talked about Putin told Israel, you can't, Russia's president told Israel, you can't do any more airstrikes in Syria and Israel has done about 15 since then. And the amazing part of it is, Syria's missile defense system is all Russian. So I think it's embarrassing and humiliating Russia to see that they can't stop Israel's airplanes. So with that, you got uh, uh, the papers all coming out in the last couple days, Russia plans to invade the Ukraine in January. You even had our American senators come up with a proposal, hey, should we put nukes in the Ukraine to, to to kind of thwart Russia from doing this. Biden and Putin had talked this last week. It seemingly was going good, and I think I said it last week. I remember what Putin said. He said, well, this is what will happen if you mess with us. You're going to deal with our 9,000 mile per hour uh, space missile. So. I mean, it, you you don't respond uh, to people trying to settle things down with, with the reaction of a space missile, so it, it's pretty crazy. In the midst of all that happening with Russia, all that happening with Iran, you have all the stuff with Turkey happening, but then you've got China flexing flexing its muscles, muscles so much that not only are the provocations around Japan and Taiwan so crazy, they announced today they're going to build basically a refueling bases in the Atlantic. So on either side of America, they can refuel and rearm their ships for war. So they they are literally, if if they don't start a war, they're doing everything they possibly can to look like they're going to. But we know at the end of the tribulation, uh, the kings of the east will come over the the Euphrates River and come right down into Israel. So they're setting up for that. In fact, you had Japan do a great big exercise today with tanks and everything else uh, basically readying themselves to attack uh, China if they need to. And this is what Japan said. Japan's never talked like this. Japan said, we're preparing for a first or a preemptive strike type of army because we have to figure out a way to protect ourselves. So with all of that, man, you have a really cool uh, Israel set up of biblical system for for literally witnessing the new moons on the temple mount they they kind of recreated how they bring their torches down from the temple mount uh, up to the mount of olives so they could watch the new moon i mean they're they're getting ready for temple worship it's just amazing this is all the sanhedrin doing this so uh you you've got nations doing things they're supposed to do israel getting ready for these things especially when the sanhedrin goes we've got to get the oil of anointing out to anoint the the uh, Messiah, it's just wild. Then you had birds falling out of the air in Spain. That was something Hosea prophesied about the end days. So I didn't talk about it very much uh, lately, but two weeks ago, You had scorpions sting over 500 people in Africa. Three people died because of the stings. So scorpions, why is that a big deal? Uh, The Bible talks about during the tribulation that demons will come out like scorpions out of the pit. So There's always kind of a precursor for that. So you have everything happening set up for what happens after the church leaves. So we're so blessed. So let's go look at the signs. Many, uh, many things have happened in the last couple of days that I just kind of looked at and said, well, there's one more. There's one more. So what do we look at first? Israel's regathered in our lifetime. 1948, Israel's made a nation. 1967, Jerusalem was won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So with that, you got the Hebrew language restored. Because God said he would do that just before the coming of the Lord. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got the platform for the Antichrist. Their capital building is identical to the Tower of Babel in Strasbourg, France. I mean, you Google it and it just shocks you. I love it when I'm preaching. Young people start Googling it as you're saying it and you can see the look on their face like, wow, it is like that. It's like, like you'd make that up. How crazy is that? So you had the platform for the Antichrist. You had the Ethiopian Jews brought back in one day, 18,000 airlifted. You've got the fertility of the land of israel you've got the temple mount institute ready i mean you have a group of uh, jewish men the last name's cohen that means priests they've been in preparation for uh, the messiah to come back so they're ready to have sacrifices everything they have everything ready they have a makeshift altar and everything so uh, that's radical so you had foxes show up on the temple mount this last year uh, that's Lamentations 518. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. Probably the craziest one that I thought was amazing was three or four weeks ago you had the Red Sea turn blood mean uh, you know, The Dead Sea turned blood red, where Sodom and Gomorrah was. And that's amazing in itself, but it happened on the Day of Atonement. So you have all these little things like this happening. You had Russia rebuilding the arch for Baal worship in Palmyra, where the Tower of Babel was. The Talmud says that's the last thing you'll see before the Messiah comes. So event after event after event after event. Bishop Malachi seeing the number of popes that would be on the earth all the way up to the Second Coming, 114. You got the coat of arms correct, 114 out of 114. History Channel called it statistically impossible. They said only a God can do that. That's exactly right. So what Pope do we have right now? The 114th. So you just have sign, 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 sign. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. I was just out in California. It reminded me of that. That's the last time I saw that guy with two selfie sticks. Uh, almost got hit by a car. So it's just like everything is being set up. So we, we get into all this stuff because he wants you to have great joy and great hope. Uh, your strength is tied to your joy. So why why do we get into all this stuff? Because he loves you. He wants you blessed. He wants you strengthened. He wants you encouraged. So you've gone from signs, now you've gone into signals. You have blood red moons on Passover and tabernacles. That's so radical. Uh, You had four in a row. NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue. 1492. And he discovered America, a safe harbor for the Jews. So, uh, it's it's all right here in front of us. You had the Bethlehem star this last year. That's pretty amazing to have Jupiter, Regulus, Venus show up at the birth of Jesus. The the constellation was Virgo. Uh, this last year, NBC Nightly News said so we have a celestial event. Uh, we have the Bethlehem star and the constellation was Leo because he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So you have... Every event you can imagine that the Bible said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. So there's so much of it. Why? So we'd have a heads up, and that's what Jesus said: "Lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh." So you have, we have to get a two-minute warning type mentality, like in a football game when the play clock's winding down. Uh, you, you don't freak out. You accelerate. So the church has to get that. So what do we do? We we help our local church, help our local pastor. We be we be more engaged, be right there in position, because we're about to see the King. I've always said, you know. Every Every time on the End of Days Update, well, like where we were this last weekend at West Coast Life, that's where it started. And I always say, well, we've got a few more years. I don't think we have a lot more time. I believe it's very, very soon. Jesus is coming back. So think about that. Let let your days count for him. Let your actions count for him. Let your deeds count for him. Let your words count for him, so that Jesus is first and foremost in everything that you do. He loves you so much and wants you blessed and strengthened doing his will, doing his bidding, being a voice for him right before we leave the planet. How cool. We're about to see him. Hey, come back this next week. We'll look and see what Israel does in Syria. We'll look and see what Russia does. We'll look and see what China does because you're watching the, the, the events play out right in front of our eyes. We're so blessed. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday.